talk about the birthday thing real quick briefly okay well that one was just super cool okay literally there was nothing else to say i was just like holy shit i don't know how i knew that because it just comes to you you know what i mean it's not like like i'm thinking super hard about it but okay so that's the thing is like does it just come to you yes let me have a follow-up question try to think back you're interacting with this person what is it about them that makes you come to that conclusion um i'm gonna be honest under the influence under the influence of what mm-hmm. i think uh, it was it was a cocktail it was this <laughs> really 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 good sass which like, is um it's a mda so mdma is molly mm-hmm. so that's just like a little bit more messed with i would say mda okay. is the pure natural form before you turn it into mdma okay. um so it's like purple or black Mm -hmm. and this shit was black and i was a little nervous at first um because i just had bought it off of somebody at the festival but i mean he seemed pretty legit like he was like no this stuff is good it's black and i remember like some of my good friends telling me who are like 10 years older like oh yeah you know like that color is good if that's what they're calling sass so i was like okay yeah let me try it ask anyone who i gave it to Everyone had the best night that they've ever had. <laughs> it was so good. It was it was just so euphoric. It was yeah. so clean. You felt like you were floating. And I felt like I was just more connected to a higher realm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to put that. I just felt like I was just more clear-minded. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what had happened. It's yeah, like I'm like I talking mean... to him. And I was like, wow. It's not even like I felt like we had a lot of similarities. It's just we were like talking, chilling, and I was like, was I feel it, like we was have it the same year. Yeah, you guys the same age. Yep. So you guys was born. I don't know what time he was born. Same day, same year, mm-hmm. maybe even around the same time. Could be, but I was born in Chicago. He was born in Maryland. All right. I think. So what this is one of the things that fascinates me is just that I guess that you did that, but that. You're talking about this experience where, again, you're under the influence, but it put you in this place where maybe that allowed you to be conscious of something that you may have already been guessing, but you were in a, I would say, like, place where you could explore that, and there was no judgments or anything. You're just kind of in this place where everyone's just um, connecting on that level. And that I was just connected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, to the higher. but here's something interesting too, is something that's kind of like not, I would say like a normal version of like intelligence in the way that we maybe think about it, which is like, Oh, we'll take a test, which shows how smart you are. Mm-hmm. But this is more of like being in tune with like looking at somebody and saying like, looking at all their features, physical, the way that they're talking to you, all these things. And just saying like picking up on like, how old do I think this person is or something that's like more, more, uh, maybe even it's even more of just like this idea of like, if you believe that you both are kind of like one in the same in terms of like sharing consciousness mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form that you've tapped into theirs and you understand them to the degree that you can guess when they were born. And it's like, right. and it's like, how do you prove that? Well, uh, you can overanalyze it like that or you can just say I felt that. I yeah, felt it. No, no. Literally, I, and that that is the difference between science and energy. 
Yeah. You know, it's like you cannot explain that. It's it's almost like, you know, if you completely just in tune with like your intuition, with your gut feeling and listen to solely that, mm-hmm. you already know all of the answers of everything. Does that I, make sense? No, I, I love hearing that. It's like, I, you know, nothing, you know, like that Naco song. What I... I know nothing. I know something. I am a servant. I know nothing. Yeah. But. Something along those lines. Yeah. So basically like, and it's almost like the more you see, the less you know. But almost, it's like. That idea has been around for a long time. Yeah. So there's like even philosophers like Socrates who said like the smarter person is the person that admits that he doesn't know everything. Mm -hmm. And so like, and I understand what you're saying. Like, my thing is, I guess, is, like, I prefer to analyze it in that way, and I'm not so much, like, I guess, I'm not trying to look at it purely scientifically because I don't need the evidence to tell me, like, if I can't ever figure out why you were able to do that, I'm okay with that, where I feel like a scientist is, like, well, if I can't figure out how they did it, like, it must not be true kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, for me, it's, like, no, I believe you, and it's, like, I'm just trying to think about what are the things that we experience on a like day-to-day basis like when i interact with you i feel like there's so many things that we're actually not consciously aware of because we're trying to keep track of the conversation or or you're just so accustomed to this reality kind of like this is where like psychedelics break that like barrier is you go back into a place where you feel like a child and everything's new Mm -hmm. so it's almost like you're relearning yeah like i know you so i feel like i fill in a lot of information or actually ignore a lot of things because it would almost be overly stimulating for me to be able to absorb that all the time so that's if you think about it like over time i have this idea of who the mystic princess is Mm -hmm. so when i meet up with you i don't have to answer all these questions again about who you are what you're doing or has your body aged and like picking up on the right. physical features. Um, You're just so, saying over time. Cause I well, feel like no, I'm just saying like, that's like kind of a form of learning where you can kind of start to fill in information. So you don't have to relearn it over yeah, again. Very true. So, but I feel like the psychedelics and other things put you on a level where you're so present in the moment. And it's not so much that you're relearning everything about this person over again, or maybe you are. Maybe you're more open-minded to, or you're just noticing different. Yeah, just and you're really picking apart the details yeah. of. And I almost feel like because your perception is enhanced too, so that's another mm-hmm. aspect that I just feel like plays a role in like probably helping you guess this person's age. Right. Uh, I, I think this is a little not on the topic of guessing people's ages or connecting with that, but. Like, just out of experience of the, like, relearning who people are, um, sometimes you can distract yourself and believe that somebody is who they are, you know, and it's kind of like you're seeing a mask of them, but, and then you can be, like, so caught up with that friendship, and you are choosing not to notice, like, these red flags, right? So then you build this relationship with people, and then, um, you know, say that you go and do acid, And then you wake up the next morning and even though that person wasn't even in your, your, your setting when you were doing this, for some reason, all of a sudden, like you're starting to notice those red flags now and you're like, oh, I'm kind of not vibing. Like, like I totally ignored everything about this. And now I'm now learning these things that I may have ignored before. Does that make sense? Kind of. Let me just connect some dots here because we're talking about taking acid so now we're still on the topic of psychedelics but are you talking about 
taking psychedelics around someone and then realizing those red flags where where you realized you were tricking yourself or just even if you take psychedelics and then you're just reflecting on your relationships with other people. I think that's what it is, taking psychedelics and then reflecting on your relationships with other people mm-hmm. and then noticing like some things that could be repeated patterns, right. even if it is a new person, but you're recognizing like, oh, I am literally doing the same thing with this person that I had done with a previous person before and I knew I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I cut that off with the last relationship. And though this is a new person, I'm doing it all over again. But because it's a new person, you're kind of telling yourself it's not the same story. Right. Right. Because it's a new person, but it is. But it's the, the same under, story yeah, all the, over the again. The underlying theme is I'm doing this, trying to, and, and again, what are you holding on to is my question, right? Like, right. why? What are you doing? Distracting myself. But why? Um, cause it's easier and more fun. So what, what I am like re like, for example, what I'm referring this to is mostly like girlfriend friendships, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, I connect with girls on a certain level and they can totally see where I'm coming from. I can totally see where they're coming from. But in reality, some of those friends don't really see where you're coming from. And it's like, okay, I, re- I recognize this years ago. Right. So it's like, Okay, stop giving so much of your information out to people. Stop expecting people to understand what you're coming from. So if you, you're recognizing this in your relationship at that point, and so you're like, okay, I'm just going to take my space from this person now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, But before that, I'm like, oh, this is my best friend. This is my ride or die. She, she listens to me all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then you realize like, oh, maybe just because she listens doesn't mean that she totally gets it or that you guys are on the same page. I've, and I'm trying to learn to not, not go over certain situations that are happening within your life and asking for their perception or perspective if you don't feel like they're on the same level as you. Because mm-hmm. people perceive things exactly where they are, not mm-hmm. the not where you are. Right. You know, So if you're at home meditating and doing yoga and taking walks out in nature but then you have a friend who is working 24 7 and you know going out and partying and doing this and that but then you come to them for advice well why would you take their advice if they're not doing the same things that you're doing Mm -hmm. right yeah um so i think that's something that i have been caught into Mm -hmm. and so when i recognized that within one friendship i dropped it but because i was like maybe lonely Mm -hmm. or like searching for another person who could be better Mm -hmm. to fill that hole um you think you're like okay no those red flags aren't there because this is a new person Mm -hmm. and then you recognize that again and you're like wow this pattern is literally repeating itself it's Mm -hmm. a cycle yep um that's powerful stuff yeah because i think those cycles are something that people are kind of not afraid that's not the word i want to use but like it's just difficult for people to acknowledge them Mm -hmm. that they exist and and i guess like just to clarify like we started talking about relationships like when you talked about like taking a psychedelic and reflecting on your relationships so is this are we still talking about psychedelics or are we just talking about relationships in general i think both i think i'm talking psychedelics and also I would like to say 2020 was a whole trip in its own. <laughs> just is that just like a disclaimer? 100. <laughs> yes, 2020 was its own psychedelic. 
just because of the pandemic? No, it gave you so much time to sit and reflect. So much time. Like, I believe that it did if you allowed yourself to. Yeah. Like, I think people were probably distracting themselves just as much as they would. Even even with not having to go to work, it's like, well, let me fill this time in by watching more Netflix. Right, and spending all my time on the internet. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, we did end up having to work behind a computer more and I'm in school I'm behind a computer all the time Mm -hmm. and it's like less activity less moving around more screen time and it's it takes a toll yeah it takes a toll for sure see I was complete opposite I stopped working and then I moved into a new home Mm -hmm. and so I had my own space and then we just went on like three road trips that summer or this that year (laughs) i mean that's kind of cool just to get away from you know yeah but i do feel like okay talking like spiritually in december december 12th 2019 Mm -hmm. there was this big portal that opened on the full moon of gemini Mm -hmm. and i swear like i've read this It, it was a huge thing that like everybody was talking about if you're like into the spirituality stuff and um so obviously i had to do like a full moon ritual Mm -hmm. and i knew that like i was staring at this moon and i was laying down on the bench and i could and i know that the moon wasn't what the portal was but i envisioned it being that portal and i literally felt like it just opened and i was like oh shit shit is about to go down and when they said that the portal portal opened um it's supposed to be a time to reflect like and they literally said like shit was about to go down like everybody is about where do you get this information from um the internet okay so it's just these ideas and they're saying if it can be a ritual if you want it to be but the portal's gonna open and well there's full moon rituals every full moon and it's associated with that though like that's where the information is coming from yeah yeah right exactly like where I get my all my horoscope stuff, but it's not just like it's not like I go to only one place. It's literally, it's there if you want it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So um. Yeah. So they said that it was going to be crazy, and I was like, and they were like, people who aren't even spiritual are going to start like opening up to spirituality, and people are going to get slapped in the face with like their whole entire lives, and they're not going to know what's hitting them. But this is for the better, even though it's going to be super super tough. Mm-hmm. And then literally, COVID. COVID. So you th- that was your portal. That was the portal. Okay. Yeah, and I feel like we're still going through it, and yeah, we definitely I, are. And I feel like. Th- it, it's so weird because I'm, I told you I'm part of this uh, divine feminine group and everybody shares the same energy. I swear, like everyone be like, are you guys feeling down right now or are you having relationship problems? And nine times out of 10, at least 50 percent of the girls are girls or thems. I'm not whatever they want to call them, whatever they, they identify as. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of the girls all resonate together. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is a group of 20 people. So it, the likelihood is kind of close, you know, but they're just life things, though, again, like I'm not, I'm not like discrediting the fact that like you all do feel in some way like the same about the situations that's going on, but like or the topic, whatever comes up, but they're life things. Like, so what like, about um you and per se, you said that this was like the hardest winter that you've had to experience. Yeah, I think this is 
being in the being in my house for extended periods of time, um, I already I already know that I get mild like seasonal depression, um, and then sitting behind the computer, and then also my social relationships have changed over the last couple of years. And this past winter was one of those time periods where I wasn't being as social as I like to be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm almost, I almost had too much time to reflect. Yeah. And, and that you have to manage that by really occupying yourself because you can get lost in your reflection where it turns mm-hmm. out to be negative. Like you're, you're too in your it's head. It's a little dark. And you also don't have people like you lose sense. Like when people say you lose a sense of reality, it's like, Sometimes people around us, we bounce these ideas off people and we trust them to respond in a way that will say like, no, dude, like you're overreacting or blah, blah, blah. You know, like our friends, if they really care about you, will keep you in check in some Mm -hmm. sort of way. Right. Because they they do share their opinions. Um, And I think that's where like being honest and truthful really comes into play is like if your friends are honest with you, they'll call you for your bullshit. Right. So but again, all that time alone really in my head and I just wasn't having fun like there were a handful of classes that I just did not enjoy so it's like do I love being in school and studying them studying overall yes but did this semester suck yeah I just didn't I wasn't enthusiastic about going to class the assignments weren't as fun I felt very limited in my um, opportunities to be creative and it was just tough and I also had a teacher for two out of my four classes, same teacher that was definitely definitely challenged me, but also was very horrible with the virtual learning environment. Mm. So it was not an easy one, yeah, by any means. So again, it was just it was just uh, all those things combined, and maybe even some other things like nutrition and lack of exercise or decreased exercise. Like, yeah, it just it ends up taking a toll on you, right? And so. Is it just coincidence that this winter was one of the hardest winters you've had to go through? And same with a bunch of other people that I know. Like you could take COVID into aspect, but I'll be honest, like a lot of my friends that are talking about this, they've hung out with all of their friends. They had that social, you know, um, or like those those social hours. I mean, but including myself and I... Okay, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, so for you, what caused your, if you want to call it depression, right? It, what caused your depression was a series of those events. You didn't really like your teacher. You know, you didn't really like your classes. You weren't being as active. You were locked inside the house. You weren't talking to your friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are your events. Mine are a little bit different. I was traveling for so long. I actually had like seven months of winter this year, which is like, very not like me normally I have like eight to ten months of summer and only two months of winter Mm because I normally travel to like tropical places during the winter time but this time our road trip started in October went up to Maine during the fall time but then we went straight to the west which Montana had already been through winter in October Mm -hmm. so that's when our winter started and then our winter literally just ended here in Maryland in what like March Mm -hmm. we'll say um so like I said I had like seven months of winter so I felt like that was a little depressing and then not only that but it was only Corey and I on the trip for two and a half months so he was my only friend so coming back to like a whole bunch of people and 
I do feel like when you travel, a little part of you has changed. You start to like mm-hmm. perceive things differently. And then also when you're spending that much time not around many people, um, you just change in general, right? So coming back to all the people who seem to me to be the same, it was just really hard to try to connect with them. And I, I find that to happen to me almost every time I travel. It's like, oh, you're different, but everything's the same here. And that was a little mind-fucking for me, to be honest. Um, and it kind of made me... I, I don't know what the word would be because I wasn't resenting them. I didn't hate them. But I, I just felt like I didn't want to be around anybody because I would see true colors of people. And it's just I didn't... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> oh, boy. <coughs> Jesus. Um, uh, oh boy I didn't want to be or I didn't want to put the effort into those relationships you know what I mean or it's like I didn't want to turn myself off in a certain way just for somebody else to be who they are Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah I'm just questioning when you say you come back and you realize people's true colors like like again that's one of those things like that wasn't necessarily different before you left right so again i was just distracted by the company but were you distracted or were like the same way that people are home not traveling they have their routine that's here they've figured out a lifestyle that at least works for them in the moment and yeah it's their true color like their true colors for me is never going to be an ideal version of how we could live. There's no idea of perfection that you can live to, but you can, you can aim for it, but everyone's still doing their thing. They're going mm-hmm. about their life. You're doing the same thing. Ironically, when you're here, right. you figure out a routine. Mm-hmm. So again, that represents your true colors. But when you leave, you break your routine and you end up creating a new routine, right? Well, you, you probably create some routine on the road. It's probably like, oh, I like waking up at this time and getting on the road, and I like having my coffee at this time. It's like, you but not s- only that, we have to know exactly how to pack the car, right? Exactly, you right. know, like this goes here. Mm-hmm. So you create structure and order and routine in your life, even on the road. Mm-hmm. And then I think, let's just say, which seems to be a little bit more organized on the road. Well, I mean, that probably helps, like because you have to account for all your stuff and you're Everything moving is it with you. you. Yeah, right. and you're taking it with you from spot to spot. I like that, though. It makes me feel, like, more organized in my head. Yeah, but my point is, is no one's, like, you probably did come home as a different person. Like, like I also think people home, even though it may not appear that they're different, things have changed, mm-hmm. even if they haven't acknowledged all, the things, all those things in themselves. Because right. I feel like that's actually... That's an aspect of life that takes work is acknowledging that things are changing all the time. And that's where I think like that reflection and things like that come in to help you manage um, keeping track of all that. Right. Like saying like, hey, I used to be into this, but I'm not anymore. Right. That's what I was about to say. I think what it is, is my routine was based off of my lifestyle. Their routine is based off of their lifestyle and their lifestyle is being here in Maryland. Right. My lifestyle routine that I really enjoy is being on the road. So therefore, it's not the same 
So, I mean, and like when I say the true colors, that's fine. I'm not saying that your colors suck or that they're black. You yeah. know what I mean? But I'm saying there are many different colors out in this world and not all of them make up the rainbow, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like you pick and choose what colors you want to put together on a painting and not all of them are going to go on there. I got that. And I didn't think you were like judging people, but you're definitely pointing out just that idea of how different things appear to you being the person that comes home. And I think one of the biggest things is, yeah, everyone, especially people that you usually hang out with that you can't while you're on the road, those people create a life that you kind of like you exist, but you really don't within Mm -hmm. the day to day anymore. It's like when you're home and especially when I'm not in school, I make it a point to communicate with you guys more and more when I'm not busy. Right. And it's like, because I know that you're home. I know that we're great friends. I love connecting. Right. And it's like, so I reach out and you're a part of my life. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. I can always leave and then come back and then be best friends with you still. Right. But you go on the road and it's like all of a sudden, like, like, let's just take today for an example. Today's a day where we're spending like hours at a time together. Mm -hmm. Well, when you go on the road and I can't spend hours at a time with my friend, I have to figure out a different way to spend my days. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, things change. And then I build a new routine around. Well, Jess isn't here. Right. Corey's not here. Well, therefore, what do I do with my time? Right. And right. that's when, so remember when I went to uh, Hawaii and then I came back and Holly and Brittany were in the group and I was like, whoa, right. what the fuck? And it was because, oh, Jess is not the only girl in the group anymore. And I mean, I was young at that time. So like, of course, the first thing that came was jealousy. Right. And then resentment. And then I was like, wait, these girls aren't my competition and we're allowed to have plenty of people in the group no matter mm-hmm. what doesn't mean that your connection is going to change and if it does change well then that's just life right yeah. and I wasn't okay with that but that's because I was relying on my friendships right right but I think this time around what is different is that I have realized that I have been so codependent on my relationships here at home mm-hmm. that that was my life and now that I have been on the road for so long I am just dependent on myself Right. I'm independent. So when you realize that, oh, maybe I was just being dependent on these people for their company. And now I know how to take care of myself. Well, then that gives you that time and space to depict like, okay, what do I really want in my life? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we are. Well, I have a question. Uh Uh-huh. And I do want to like bring this all back around. And we can finish up with it and kind of talk about it and deconstruct it. But we were talking about this idea of – now I feel like I lost it. It was like 10 minutes ago. Was it? Okay. About? Oh, no, no. The idea of was it coincidental that everyone was having a rough summer or a rough winter, right? And you're saying there's no way it could have been just the pandemic. Like you're, you were saying it's more of like this idea that – something spiritually the portal the portal is influencing everyone and and we're all experiencing it whether we know about the portal mm-hmm. so you're saying like there's this overarching thing i think the portal is the pot it's, and it's affecting the, everybody right the right. portal is the pot and the um pandemic was just an ingredient okay so and for me like it's hard for me to say that the portal for me is not like it's just life like i don't mm-hmm. think there's a separate thing there you can distinguish like life versus portal within life it's like for me it's life and covid and all these other things are happening but i think i think the overarching thing for me that like honestly or like the most 
impactful thing that's been happening is the pandemic. And for me, it's everyone's life has changed because of it. And I think we went from being very social to then questioning how social should we be. And I think we've all found comfort in building, kind of adapting to the situation and being more isolated. But being so isolated takes a toll on you to a certain Mm -hmm. degree. And I think that's different for everybody. So I think that's one thing. But I think we're also in this period of like, we're coming out of it, but we're still, we have to like readapt to that yeah, too. Yeah, it's that social anxiety right. that so kind of comes like, in the mix. And, and again, I think maybe over time, like maybe some things that have changed is if people have taken time to reflect and said, were those relationships healthy for me? Which right. is what you, a lot of what you're talking about. It's like, and you realize maybe there's some that were. Mm-hmm. And even though I, let's just say, hung out with this person a lot, it's not because I was codependent. It's because we have a good fucking time. So it's like that time is irrelevant. But then there's this other person where it's like, okay, I was kind of using them because I have selfish needs, which I think is a really hard thing to admit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're saying that perhaps that's the case. I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of what codependency codependency represents in some ways. But, um, But, I mean, just the pandemic... I think that had to, it, it is taking a big toll. Maybe it's the broth, but I also don't think it's. I also don't think it's everybody. Like when we say like everyone had a bad winter, like that's something where I think it's easy to kind of assume and generalize that, but it's not necessarily true. Right, but a lot of people have been speaking about it. Like I said in that divine feminine group. Okay. Um. So everyone's like, "Is it only me?" Or and like they'll even say like whether it's like within the last three days or if it's been the winter or whatever mm-hmm. it has been, you know, and like. A lot of people will resonate with that. Um, And there's like a certain few that I know that have just been going through it all winter. But besides that, I think what I was just about to go back on is. (laughs) (laughs) We got some background noise. We got three minutes. We got to wrap this up. Oh, my God. I got to go. I got to get to work. We can do another one. Next year. (laughs) No, soon. Okay. I, got, I didn't even get to ask any of no, my questions. No, you didn't. That, this is what I love about it, though. What time do you work? I got to work at four, but I got to get, it takes a half hour to get home, mm-hmm. and then I have. Like a half hour to get there. It takes like 20 minutes to get there, so I, we got to wrap this up. Okay. Well, I think what I was going to also say about that whole relationship thing is maybe it's not that they're like, not that they're not, but taking a step away and also the COVID and then taking a lot of time for yourself coming back, you get to choose where you want to put your energy. And so if people who have already shown red flags step foot into like your circle, into your, into like your aura, into your bubble, Mm -hmm. well then you almost don't even have the choice on how you react and the, the thing about me is like you don't get to choose what happens, but you get to choose how you react. Yes. Right. But in some cases, it's like, well, I'm hanging out with this person and I don't want to react a certain way, even though it's what I'm thinking. So now I have to kind of put myself on a halt and not be the true person. I've told you this before. There are some people that like I surround myself with and I'm a normally happy go lucky girl. But when 
some people step foot in front of me, it's like that fun jazz is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's which is fair. Yeah, but they're I, doing something that's standing out to you, and all of a sudden you're more on like you're going to defensive mode. And it's like, how do I? What do I want to do? Right? Like, right. How do I want to respond to this? Right. Well, and that's just what I think the pandemic has brought to me. Hmm. I mean, it just sounds like the pandemic for you personally has given you the opportunity to look at your relationships. Yeah. And now that the world is opening back up and we're, we're kind of, I guess, allowed, for lack of better words, to socialize the way that we used to, um, it's almost like how do you ease back into that? Mm-hmm. And I guess, I guess for you it sounds like you're questioning – who do I want to spend my time with yeah. when I decide to socialize? And that's that's a tough thing because I think part of that is I think it's going to require you doing things that you enjoy and being open to making new relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's not saying when I say make new relationships, it doesn't mean in with the new, out with the old. Mm-hmm. It means make room for the new and try to feel that out. But also if, you know, someone else reaches out to you like an old friend. If you feel like in the moment, like, yeah, I'd like to see what's up with them. Do that too. Right. And at least have that experience. Like, right. Be, don't be, just shun be, it yeah, off. Be open to both. And then, you know, like you can hang out with that old friend and it could be a really good time. You could say, yeah, let's do this again. Mm-hmm. Or you could hang out with them and be like, I needed that. I yeah. needed that. Like kind of like to show me that. To like, remind me. Yeah. Like we just, I needed to set these boundaries mm-hmm. and like, Maybe I'm okay to hang out with you a little while or every once in a while, or maybe I just don't want to hang out with you at all. Um, right. And again, that's, that's so tough. Like, but again, just acknowledging who we feel like is healthy for us and why um, that changes all the time too. Mm-hmm. It does change all the time. And once again, it's clearing with, out with the, not out with the old and with the new, but more so just make space for what's to come. Yeah. So noticing the toxicity in your life, mm-hmm. noticing where you could be the toxic one, mm-hmm. um, realizing what you want to keep. Um, I, I think it it will come with time. But I don't know. Well, you talked about choice. And I think in relation to the pandemic stuff, the theme of isolation kind of is an underlying theme. And a lot of these things are... Well, because ex- we had no choice of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone kind of bunkered down, We right? all had to go into lockdown at yeah. one point. So, so again, isolation, um, not being able to socialize. But, again, some of these things, like choice, too, like, you know, deciding who we want to hang out with and blah, blah, blah. These are, like, existential themes in philosophy. And it's also a part of existential psychotherapy and psychology. And it's like, these are things that you can't avoid just by merely existing. Right. It's like at some point you are going to feel isolated, whether it's a pandemic or whether it's, I have a group of friends and I'm not connecting with them. That makes you all of a sudden feel really alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have to decide what do I do? Right. Like it's like, I can choose to hang out with the people that make me feel this way, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Or I can choose to be open-minded to meeting new people, which also scares the hell out of me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like for some people, it's scary that I have to meet new people. Right, and I have to, it's like, I what have if to, those new people don't come? Like, right, how am I going to meet these new right. people? I have to do that all over again. I have mm-hmm. to share my information again with this person. It's like, 
it's like, well, yeah, you do. Like, that's how you connect. Is right. You offer who you are and all those things. And, and what's interesting about new relationships, too, that I love is you have the opportunity to be yourself in the present moment and say, when, when I meet somebody now, it's like, we can talk about my past. And, like, that's fun. But it's like, it's I want to tell you are. about who I am now mm-hmm. because my values have changed over time. Right. So it's like the person that you're getting now is – who I'm striving to be, mm-hmm. also who I am, but not, you know, Your determined past really by my past. Are. So, right. um, which goes back to what we were talking about this morning. Um, but yeah, I don't know. All good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll just end it with saying, with this overall thing, I think it just has a lot to do with your standards. And like you said, like the value of your own self. Mm-hmm. And that that takes a lot of strength. You know, because you could easily, and I I witnessed this with a lot of people, people are just not happy with their life, but I see them hanging out with the same people. And even if it's not the same people, like I said, they find friends who are doing the same exact thing. So what makes you think that anything in your life is going to change, right? So um, yeah, being strong and taking yourself out of that, it could be lonely. Strong is a lonely place. It's a lonely place and that's okay. Yeah. Knowing that you're going to be okay, even though you're alone mm-hmm. during certain periods. And uh, and again, so the existential isolation, technically, we're always alone. Mm-hmm. Like, technically, it's just you in there. Yeah. And you're experiencing the rest of the world. So, technically, you are always just you trying to figure out how do I fit into the world and who do I want to spend my time with? What impact am I making? Right. right. And, and the underlying thing is you're choosing at every step of the way. Right. So, so choose wisely, Exactly. you know, don't just choose like an autopilot. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. And I think one thing I was about to just add in was a lot of my relationships in my past are based off of using drugs, alcohol and festivals and partying. That has been my life for the last 10 years. We can put that one to the side. Yeah, for we next will. Time. But that I think that's like where all, 2020 has made you not do all of that. Right. I'd like to discuss in the future the the pros and cons of having experienced, you know, doing drugs, drinking alcohol. Yeah, because um, we were just talking about that. Yeah. But I'd love to hear your take on, you know, all like why you did it if there was even a reason or if it was just more of i'm going with the flow type thing but just again just just talking about that's going to be a whole nother episode because there's there's got to be really ups and downs pros and cons to doing that stuff um but yeah. anyway we that can will be literally one whole topic of an hour long yeah conversation yeah, i think it could be but I, I also think i like i like that when we're talking about these relationships and on this topic that you're kind of expressing ways that you've grown from taking time to think about it yeah and i think that a lot of people don't do that i think that represents um a type of psychological maturity that you're allowing yourself to grow in that way right and it changes thank you it changes everything it sure does so sometimes you got to water your own seeds i like it we'll end right there because that was perfect all right toodaloo motherfuckers (laughs)